Sullivan said the shipping delay will not affect Wales hitting its target. Wales aims to vaccinate its priority groups by mid-April and offer all adults a jab by the end of July. Wales has fully vaccinated a higher percentage of its population than any other UK nation. The stern of a huge container ship that has been wedged across the Suez Canal for almost a week has been freed from the shoreline, officials say. Traffic should resume once the ship is moved to a waiting area in a wider section of the canal. A total of 367 vessels are waiting to pass through and officials have said it will take three and a half days to clear the traffic jam that threatened to cause major supply chain issues that could impact many companies and consumers across the globe. More than 60 Welsh charities and organisations have joined forces to launch a Climate Cymru campaign and a thousand individuals, families and businesses have already contributed their own personal stories and suggestions about addressing the threat of global warming. They will be presented to Welsh politicians and showcased as part of an interactive display at the events hall at the UN Climate Change Conference of the Parties, COP26, which will be attended by world leaders in Glasgow later this year. And a young man, Jack, who has been shielding since last year, has been raising money for his special school, Portfield School in Haverford West. Jack lives with severe autism, learning difficulties and epilepsy, and he has found the lockdown particularly hard. Jack and his mum, Claire Gray, are able to go for a 30-minute walk from the house and have been doing this every day since lockdown, and they will complete their walks on the 31st of March. During this time, Jack has raised more than £1,200. If you would like to donate to Jack's Portfield School Fund, you can find the link on Pure West Radio's Facebook page. Greenacres Animal Rescue Centre has been named in the Animal Star Awards 2020 as the Rescue Rehoming Centre of the Year. Congratulations to the team. The awards provide recognition for animals and humans alike for the extraordinary things that they do. The organisation takes nominations from the public for people or organisations that they think deserve recognition. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. That you said Your eyes. Even if the love was 
It's Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. Wherever you are joining us, you are very, very welcome. I'm Ben Stone, and alongside Gordon Thomas, Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson, we will bring you two hours of Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire business that's been around for more than 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk and join us for a busy Monday night show right here on Pure West Radio. Once again, a very good evening and thank you for joining us on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone and the weeks are going quicker and quicker, aren't they, as COVID regulations begin to gradually lift and things start to get a bit more normal and actually some good weather forecast for tomorrow as well. And there's lots to come after eight o'clock this evening. I'll be joined by Fraser, Bill and Gordon, as we always are. We'll be live on the Facebook page and you can get involved using the hashtag Pure West sport of course so make sure you join us so much to talk about from Wales becoming the Six Nations champions to Haverford West County getting a really good win at Newtown in the Cymru Premier League and Fraser's going to join me to talk about that in a few moments time lots coming up on the show and loads of opportunities for you to get involved and also we're going to be finding out why the WRU have confirmed there is a pathway back to rugby resuming in Pembrokeshire the longer term aim is we could have league rugby back by January but they've actually set out that pathway and we're going to get some Pembrokeshire reaction to that news on the show after eight but between now and then we're loads of great guests coming up in the first hour of the show at the start of the new cricket season in Pembrokeshire is now officially a month away obviously there's some question marks over that 25th of April start but we're going to be looking into that before eight o'clock and we'll be talking to another Pembrokeshire gym owner Chris O'Sullivan will be on the show a follow-up really to the conversation we had last Monday on the show where you, you might remember we were joined by Carl Williams from Synergy Health and Fitness and 
Brett Shepard from BeFit Fitness and we were speaking about how actually it's so difficult for gyms to, to get any idea about when they'll be reopening. We'll be hearing from Chris O'Sullivan in the first hour on that theme. A former pro boxer, Dale Evans, hails from St. Clair's. He's got a, a record of 19 professional bouts and he's now coaching and mentoring up-and-coming boxers in the county. We'll find out more about that. And with junior football set to return in Pembrokeshire, Fraser Watson's been talking to Matthew Price, who's heavily involved with schools football in the county. So that's all to come. As I say, you are very welcome to get involved using the hashtag PureWestSport. And you're really welcome to the show as well. Between now and nine o'clock, right here on Pure West Radio, it's Monday night and it's Pure West Sport. Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Saturday morning between 8 and 9 with a preview of what's to come ready for match day. Then we kick off every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. <laughs> Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead! Your reign of hair meddling terror is over! Freestyle, my old nemesis! You can't stop me, boyo! Guess again! Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, Freestyle! Oh, thank you! No problem! When it comes to Bedhead, you just gotta freestyle! For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield Haverford West on 07827 
It's Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. That's Aswad and Don't Turn Around. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Loads to come on the show and lots to talk about as well as we reflect on the weekend. And let's do that right now with Fraser Watson, who is with me. Evening, Fraser. How are you? Evening, Ben. It's It's been an interesting weekend as well, hasn't it? We took a look at cricket, Formula One, football. There's been a lot to dwell on uh, and a lot of things. It went down to the wire as well. Yeah, indeed. And we'll, we'll pick up on some of these when, when Gordon and Bill join us after eight. Of course, that cricket, uh, the, the one-day international against India, brilliant knock from Sam Curran. I'm sure Bill will have something to say when he joins us a bit later. But that was exciting, wasn't it? So near for England. Exhilarating, really, wasn't it? You thought, really, when Mo and Ali's wicket went, that the whole thing was over. But it's it's been a, a really captivating tour of India, hasn't it? From everything from the test matches to the T20 to the one-day internationals. But ultimately, Ben, England have lost all three series. And there's no good saying it's in Indian conditions because the T20 World Cup later this year is in India as well. So, you know, we need to adapt to that as well. But it, it's been brilliant cricket and it's been a real treat in lockdown, if nothing else, isn't it? Oh, no doubt about it. Some, some sport that did happen over the weekend, though, involving a Pembroke side was a, a good win for Haverford West County. Uh, they they bounced back from defeats at Connors Key. It was good to see them go to Newtown and win pretty convincingly. I think you, you've just nailed it on the head there, Ben, with the, the words bounce back. That's what Haverford have done well all season. And um, if you look at their form since the resumption after COVID-19, the, the latest break, it's gone win, loss, win, loss, win. And, and they've been more than happy with nine from 15 points out of those five games. But I don't think any team has summed up the randomness of this frenzied period more than them. So, yeah, no, they went to Newtown. They did a thoroughly professional job and and they'll be very pleased with that. And like you said, they, they bounced back from that game in Connors Key. And, and you hope now that they can find the consistency to put back-to-back wins together because that'll stand them in very good stead. Well, what it means is they go to Pennebont, of course, on Good Friday. And if Hanford West can win that game, they will sneak into the top six. And I think if someone had said that to Wayne Jones going into the, the stage where the league splits, he would have taken that, wouldn't he, at the start of the season? No doubt about it. Absolutely. And even if you just finish sixth, it alleviates all pressure, Ben, because you know that you're not in the talk for the bottom two. You know you're not in any kind of relegation picture. Whether there'll be relegation anyway, we don't know as yet. But I think it still means a lot to Alfred West mm. to, to finish as a top six club, to establish themselves as a top half team, you know. And and like you say, it'll be a big game against Panabont now. And I, and I hope they can get over the line because I think Wayne Jones for the job he's done and the players, to be fair, they deserve that. Mm, they do. Uh, international football, of course, dominated the weekend. Uh, Wales were in friendly action and it was a Wales second string that nonetheless beat Mexico 1 0. And a word for Chris Gunter, because he's now established himself, I think, at the top table of Welsh footballers, 100 caps for his country. A very understated player. Absolutely, Ben. One of, one of the great underrated performers of Welsh football, I think. And if you look at the stats, I think only you have to go into the women's game where Jess Fishlock, Sophie Ingle, Lauren Dykes, they've all reached 100 caps. Chris Hunter is the first male in Wales to reach 100 caps. And that's an achievement in itself. And he's been through some difficult times and some brilliant times as well in Welsh football. And, and, he, and he's been so consistent and, you know, he's a great servant in the build-up to Euro 2016 and after that as well. And it was nice for him to have that moment. You wish it had been in front of a full stadium in Cardiff, don't you? But it was great for him and it was fitting that it was done with a win as well, that 1-0 gate, 1-0 result against Mexico, that early key for more goal. Although it wasn't so significant in terms of qualifying or anything like that, I think just for him to be out there and experience that, it was well-deserved. 
and what it will do is, is it will put them in, in positive mood going into the game against the Czech Republic tomorrow because there's no doubt that having lost in Belgium, Rob Page will not want consecutive defeats in World Cup qualifying to start the campaign. So it's an important match against the Czech Republic. It's huge, Ben, because if you think the Czech Republic, they had that win over Estonia last Wednesday, they drew Belgium on Saturday. You've got to assume that Belgium will be in the top two in that group. Czech Republic now stand on four points. Wales are on zero. And yes, they have a game in hand, but if they lose to the Czech Republic tomorrow in Cardiff, there's a seven-point deficit already. And that already looks a heck of a thing to make up, doesn't it? So, And they've still got to go to Prague as well. So it's now a massive game. Wales can't afford to lose tomorrow night. I think they'll, they'll go all guns blazing. Mm. I don't think many of the people who featured against Mexico will play, if I'm honest. I think it'll be essentially 9-10, maybe 11 changes. But Wales desperately need a result because... If they don't get one, then there's a lot of ground to make up early on and it's going to be very difficult to do that. So, yeah, it's, it's already a huge game in the context of this campaign. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Fraser, thank you. You're back with us, of course, after eight o'clock uh, when we'll be live on the Facebook page. And actually next, we're going to hear an interview you've done with uh, former pro boxer Dale Evans, who's going to uh, tell us a bit more about some of the, the work he's doing now, coaching uh, up and coming boxers, I think, in, in the county and, and doing lots of good work there. So we'll hear that interview in a few moments time and more to come after eight. Thanks, Fraser. <laughs>
It's Monday evening, Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. I'm Ben Stone and you're really welcome to the show. Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. And on the way after eight, we're live on the Facebook page, eight until nine, uh, with Gordon Fraser and Bill joining me. One of the things we'll be talking about before nine o'clock as we reflect on Wales winning the Triple Crown and becoming the Six Nations champions. Who was the player of the Six Nations across all of the teams? And also who from Wales is in contention for the British and Irish Lions. There's a few, I think, who've enhanced their reputations and we want your thoughts on that. But this week, Fraser Watson has been talking to a boxer from the county who's got 19 pro bouts behind him but has now started coaching in Pembrokeshire. Let's hear a bit more right now on Pure West Sport. Well, Dale Evans is well known in Pembrokeshire and beyond for his achievements in the ring when it comes to boxing. Now he's back in the sport, but most of his work is going on outside of the ring. And, and that's because of a new venture he's got, Glover Boxing Fitness, where he's coaching a, an all range of athletes and ages as well in the sport. Firstly, Dale, I know you're curtailed at the moment because of COVID-19, aren't we all? But how have you found the transition going from boxer to coach? You talk about being on the other side of it, Dale. Obviously, when you've had the career you've had and the experiences you've had, you get to work with a lot of top coaches. And of course, Graham Brockway is one name that's synonymous with boxing round here. And I know you worked with him at Merlin's Bridge Boxing Club for a long time as well. When you're a coach and, and you're coaching individuals one-on-one, you want to be your own man and you want to stamp your authority on it. Are you able to take what you learned from those sessions with people like Graham and put it into the sessions that you're giving to people? Yes, 100%. now not just in boxing with a lot of people in professional sport and you can maybe relate to this yourself it's to get into it it's very intense even when you're a youngster you, you possibly miss out on a lot of social aspects of growing up which which other children get you have to be dedicated you put so much into it what is a relatively short career and then when you stop there's a void and and we've seen people like joe calzaghi for example struggle with that void is remaining in the sport albeit as a coach is it helping you fill that void satisfying for you though that Dale that you now know that your career it wasn't just for you you're able to help other people with what you achieved yes 100% and like people who come to me they come for all different reasons you know they could be 
an experienced boxer that can be someone like yourself, Fraser, who've done a bit of boxing before. Just want to you know, touch up a bit of technique. Oh, I might have an age role. Just, you know, his, his parents want him to build a bit of confidence. So each and every individual is a different challenge for me. And I, I like that. I, I, I thrive off of that challenge. And so far, I think, I'm, I think I'm doing okay. I was going to ask that, actually. Does does training at a variety of different ages and abilities from old men like myself and experienced boxers, and then I've seen you in S7 where you base a lot of your training with kids who are only five, six years old, does that keep it fresh and original for you, knowing that every session you do it has got to be different? That's it. I think, I think it, you know, it, could, it could get a bit tedious and it could get a bit boring. Each individual that comes to me, they are different. They have different um, abilities, different ages, so you have to adapt the session to uh, what they capable of doing, you know? Like, I wouldn't be able to ask you know, someone like yourself to do the same as what an eight-year-old would do, you know? So, for me, that keeps... It makes it more fun, you know? I can make the sessions for seven or eight or nine-year-olds a bit more fun, you know, bringing in a bit of play to the session. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the same session for them as I would for you. So, the variety of training and the different challenges that one-to-one sessions well that, that's great to hear Dale and it's great to hear you putting something back in the sport of boxing and doing so well and, and we hope to catch up with you maybe in a, in a month or two's time when you are able to get back underway and, and you've got S7 back open as your base to train more people but in the meantime keep up the good work and, and it's great to see you still involved Thank you very much, Fraser. No, no problem, Dale. Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking there to Dale Evans. Thought that was a really, really good interview. Grateful to Dale for his time. And don't forget, if you would like to feature on the show or you'd like to suggest someone who would be really good for us to feature, do get in touch. It's sport at purewestradio.com. Me not working hard. Yeah, right, picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak. Took my life from negative to positive, I just want y'all to know that. And tonight, let's enjoy life. Pitbull, Naya, Neo, that's right.
Pure West Radio, I'm Ben Stone and you're really welcome on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Excellent to have your company and don't forget if you go to our Facebook page you can have a look at some of the videos and the interviews that we've done over the past few weeks. Loads of them on there, you can have a look right back to some of the early ones we did and maybe some of our Christmas specials where we had Wayne Jones and Jordan Hart and all sorts of people joining us uh, over the Christmas period. Our interview recently with Angharad James, the Welsh international footballer from Pembrokeshire is still on the Facebook page so make sure you go along and like that and have a look back on some of the things that have featured over the last few months on the show and last week we actually spoke to two Pembrokeshire gym owners who told us about the difficulties they're having without any clear guidance about when they will be able to fully reopen their businesses and Bill Khan has followed up on that chat. Last week on Pure West uh, Radio we spoke to Brett Shepard and Carl Williams about how things are going with their gyms in Penrith Dock and Milford Haven. We couldn't spend time with uh, the other key gym owner in the county, Chris O'Sullivan, because he was on Zoom with some of his customers who's so doing a great job in keeping them going. But Chris, I determined you're going to come on and talk to us. i got to ask you, I know the answer. You must be struggling at the moment. Yeah, for sure, Bill. It's... Um... It's very difficult at the moment, and especially the weeks and the months that go by. It's difficult on all parts, financially in the background, and the mentality side of it with all the the members and stuff like that and trying to keep them going. Everyone's feeling a little bit disheartened with the outcome of how all this is panning out, especially when a lot of the decision-making doesn't add up to all the stats and stuff that has been shown by the government. I'll come on to that in a minute because I think that's important, but let's start on a positive note. I mean, you deserve a medal because throughout this pandemic, you've kept people busy on Zoom sessions, which must be difficult but very rewarding. And, you know, a little mole tells me you loaned out a lot of your kit to people so that they wouldn't miss out at home and they could use that. Is that right? Yeah, well, that's as right as it comes, Bill. It's as much as we've tried to help everybody, we've gone uh, beyond what we, we're capable of doing, to be fair, because especially with the likes of Monique now and Alex with the fitness classes, 
We've uh, accommodated our members on Zoom calls daily, morning, night, weekends. And then on the gym side, we've loaned out all the equipment to our members to keep them ticking over. And also we've kept Half West County Academy and Developments and all going every Thursday with over 130 of them joining amazing, in as well. Yeah. We've tried our utmost to, to keep people ticking over though. It's very much a family gym. I mean, you've got your nephews in here and you've got Monique as well, who's sort of been a revelation here, I think, for people. But I mean, when you look at it, it must be hard because I know you're part of a group of people in gyms who are asking quite rightly, how is it that people can do sort of things like shop without too many restrictions in these big stores? Uh, and you're not allowed to open with very severe restrictions that you put up with before and no one cleans they get more than you do as a group do you? Yeah no it's and, and this is the frustrating thing Bill there's a lot of contradiction out there whereas people allow do X, Y and Z and then when it comes to the gym industry and, and it is a very clean industry in general where people are cleaning down before and after everything's sanitised and we're doing everything that the government have put in place with rules and regulations and guidelines but then still, it, it just doesn't seem uh, good enough. And the stats with all that, that UK Active are at, asking for on our behalf and everything, it, they're just not adding up. Mm. I mean, are you optimistic about the sort of near future now? I mean, there are talks about gyms coming back in, but still a little way away, isn't it? Yeah, the word on the street bill is they're considering us on the 22nd of April, hopefully before that. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating especially for people, the mindsets and the mentality side of it. It's, it's disheartening week after week, month after month to keep on dragging it out when, like you said, I, I can't see any other cleaner industry than, than what we're delivering. Well, I go to local uh, supermarkets and I go on the machines there and I'm tapping in buttons knowing they haven't been cleaned before I press them for several people. But you, I, I've seen the cleanliness that went on here, you know, it was sort of almost like being in a, an operating theatre in some ways. But one of the things about you, Chris, that will keep you intact is you've always been a positive person. But this must have tested your positivity. Oh, definitely, Bill. It, it's, again, I, I, I try and dictate myself to mindset and keep pushing through things, but this has been the utmost, it's been difficult. But again, we've got to keep trying, we've got to keep keep sticking together as a group and an industry and, and people will come out the other end, hopefully in a positive position. Mm. I mean, I can say, you know, I know people who come and use this, you know, I'm a bit old and a bit too much of a folkie to come in, but I enjoy coming in here because it is a family. They all come in, they all have a chat to you or to Monique or whoever, Sean, who's ever on the door. And I can say that sure as heck, we're going to be saying in a six months time, Sully's back, still alive, S7, still kicking, yeah? Yeah, 100%, Bill. I won't leave it any other way. Thanks for talking to us, Chris. Good luck anywhere. I'll be here soon. Thank you very much, Bill. Take care. And that's Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn talking to Chris O'Sullivan. A follow-up chat, really, to the conversation we had with Carl Williams and Brett Shepherd last week. And it was a, a really passionate discussion, as as Chris was there, really passionate about health and fitness and the, the benefits to mental health of gyms being open. And you can see that chat with Carl and Brett on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Still to come before eight o'clock, we take a look at how preparations are going for the start of the cricket season in Pembrokeshire. And we look into the return of junior football in the county. And don't forget, after eight, you can join us for the second half. We're live on the Facebook page and there's lots to cover this evening. From that win for Haverford West County at Newtown to who we think should go on the British and 
Irish Lions tour and you can get involved. Hashtag Pure West Sport. <laughs> Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead! Your reign of hair meddling terror is over. Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo. Guess again. Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, freestyle! Oh, thank you! No problem. When it comes to Bedhead, you just got a freestyle. For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield Haverford West on 07827445589. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground, or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure, and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online, or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings? Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Hi, Tony. How's things at the Johnson Garden Centre? Ah, morning, Matt. We're fairly busy. Central shop sales of coal, flow gas, logs and hardware. How about all your garden products and crafts? Many customers check out our Facebook page and arrange safe delivery. When is Johnson Garden Centre open now? Until the end of lockdown, we are open Monday to Saturday from 10 till 2. Sunday from 10 till 12. We start delivering after we close every day, but check our Facebook page for updates. I believe you have an after-hour flow gas service as well. Yes, when the shop is shut, you can call to arrange collection before 8 o'clock or place an order for the next working day. Visit Johnson Garden Centre or give us a call on 07891 675 080. We've got so much to offer. This is Pure West Radio.
It's Pure West Radio with me, Ben Stone, Gordon Thomas, Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson on Pure West Sport. Live, as always, on the Facebook page after eight o'clock. We'll be looking back on that fantastic finish to the Six Nations with Scotland pulling off an unbelievable win in France, 27-23. A few other rugby stories from the weekend. Well, also on Friday evening, Gloucester beat Exeter 34-18 in the Premiership. On Saturday, in the Guinness Pro 14, Glasgow beat Benetton 46-25 and Leinster beat Munster 16-6 in the playoff final. And yesterday, in the Guinness Pro 14, the Dragons were 24-17 winners over Edinburgh. And should also mention, actually, on Saturday, uh, Johnny Thomas's Worcester went down 62-14 at home to Northampton. Now, in Pembrokeshire, the excitement is starting to build because the cricket season is set to start in under a month with the first round of games forecast for the 25th of April. Obviously, there are still uh, some doubts over whether it can 100% start, still waiting for confirmation with the Welsh Government announcement due on the 22nd of April. And Bill Kahn has been finding out how preparations are going for the start of the 2021 cricket season in the county. Amongst local cricketers, there's already an air of anticipation about the forthcoming season after the really uh, shortened version we had last year, although that was better than nothing by far. If I found over the years, if I want something to get some details from, then I go to Steve Blows, who's the on secretary of the Pembroke County Cricket Club. He always tells me as it is, which I like that. Offend all, please. Yeah. Steve, thanks for talking to us no today. Problem. 
I mean, we're anticipating a new season coming up, but there's still inevitably an era doubt, isn't there? Yes, unfortunately, but we are hopeful. Uh, we've planned a full fixture list. We've got obviously all the cup fixtures out, so we're just uh, very hopeful and we're planning to go ahead on the last Sunday in April. I mean, at least everyone can say you were well prepared. It's now not in your hands at all. It's in the hands of the Welsh Cricket Association and inevitably the Welsh Government, so we'll be waiting anxiously. When will we sort of have any indication at all, do you know? About the third week in April, I think mm. the next announcement from the Welsh Government is out concerning outdoor sports mm. and uh, we're very hopeful and I think Cricket Wales are very hopeful as, as well. Good, because there's inevitably a bit of brinkmanship <laughs> because, you know, we're due to start on about the 25th and if it's coming out a little bit earlier that week, it means all systems go. But the good thing is, as you say, the county club and the clubs are so keen for sport to get away. Under time, you're already, all the fixtures on the website, they're also on uk and all the cup fixtures as well. So you must be pleased that at least you're well prepared. We're, we're hopeful and as you know, Bill, we've got a meeting next Wednesday where hopefully we'll have a few contingencies if we, we need to, but we're fingers crossed we're hoping to get away mm. with the full season. I mean, at least you are used to working under pressure now after last <laughs> year, which was quite dreadful, but we have to sing the praises of the county club last year because you were one of the few organisations in Wales that actually got competitive cricket underway. I wasn't interested. I never wanted to play friendlies when I was a player. So that at least last year, you've got all the Cups, memorable Harrison Island final. All the others were great as well. So at least, you know, we're going to get some cricket, I think, aren't we? Oh, in doubt. Um, we'll get some cricket and certainly the cups we'll, we should get in um, hope for a full league but yes. the cups I mean the players wanted the competitive cricket yeah of course and, they uh, the full back position through Kerry at Cricket Wales was of course they friendlies in their little regions that we, mm. we organised what he organised and I'm hopeful that clubs took advantage of that and maybe we'll have the same system again this year but that's only if everything else fails. Yeah, I, I know some people were saying, well, the trouble is if you knocked out the highest Island Bowl first game, you knocked out the Alec Collie, yeah. you've got no cricket. But that still left them with a the chance to play friendly cricket and get everyone involved in that way. Yes. The focus has to be on competitive cricket, if I'm honest, anyway, I think. I, I think so. I think you're right. And the players last year said to me when I was umpiring, thank you for putting the competitive cricket on. Friendlies are nice, but we do like a competitive edge. And mm. I think last year went well and hopefully this year even better yeah I mean looking ahead to the new season now uh, there is an air of optimism already being played and there are some interesting movements inevitably being between clubs and things you know you're going to be umpiring again this year as well I'm sure so you're looking forward to that I am looking forward to that yeah I like umpiring uh, and I like getting... next best thing to play in Stephen well, well too old to play now but so I've umpire and yeah, I like keeping friendly with the players and chatting mm. to them yeah and you see the game you see the whole game it's the best place to watch cricket apparently isn't it you know well, that wicket keeper, yeah. Yes, um, well, I've had this, so I settled <laughs> yeah. for that, you know. So, you're going to be umpiring cricket this year. It was a strange situation last year because it was only Saturdays, yes. and sometimes you'd have to umpire two games on a Saturday, sometimes at the same venue. Yes, I did at Hook, and I, trust me, it's, a, it's quite tiring. Yeah, so uh, you keep me busy other than that because a, a little mold tells me now with golf underway <laughs> you've been seen sitting on a tractor at the golf club is that right I'm starting to work this week but it's finally starting to dry out uh, I'm just hoping that the 
pitches of the wickets aren't as wet as what the mm. golf club is because mm. parts of it are still quite wet. Mm. It's unbelievable. I think in, in, in my previous experience, Mother Nature usually provides for cricket. We've had dreadful springs and then yeah. all of a sudden it's quite dry by the time the season well, starts. You know, Fingers crossed that we've had a couple of good Aprils yeah. the last few years, so I'm really hoping that'll dry everything mm. out. Well, thanks for talking no to problem. us. The message just going out from you is keep hopeful, keep positive and everything's ready so that when we go, you always replay the early weeks if you have to towards the end anyway, can you? Yes, yes. keep hopeful, keep going and we are ready to do the full season. Just the message. Thanks very much, Steve. Okay, pleasure. Thanks very much indeed to Steve Blows with Pure West Sports' Bill Kahn. We'll have loads more on the new cricket season in Pembrokeshire right here on Pure West Sport. And let's keep fingers crossed that it does get underway, if not on the 25th of April, very soon after that. Uh, Talking about something that's back, well, junior football should be back in Pembrokeshire soon. Fraser Watson's been talking to Matthew Price about that, and we'll hear more about it after Demi Lovato on Pure West Radio. Put my love out on the line Never said yes to the right guy Never had trouble getting what I want But when it comes to you, I'm never good enough When I don't care I can play them like a Ken doll Won't wash my hair Then make them bounce like a basketball Like you, make me wanna act like a girl Paint my nails and wear high heels Yes, you, make me so nervous and I just Break a sweat for the other guys When you come around I get paralyzed And every time I try to be myself Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone, that's Demi Lovato, and it's really good to have your company. We're live on the Facebook page after 8 o'clock. You can get involved. One of the things we'll be talking about, well, we'll have to look back on a a fine win for Haverford West County. We are big supporters of the Bluebirds, and they bounced back from the previous week's defeat against Connors Key Nomads to secure three welcome points at Newtown. A long journey, really, and a tricky journey to Mid Wales, but a 3-0 win made it a really good afternoon's work for Wayne Jones and his side. They're back in action on Good Friday um, when they travel to Pennebont. And I tell you what, if Haverford West County can win that, that will secure a top six berth, as we were saying with, with Fraser a little bit earlier on in this hour of the show. So more on that to come. Uh, we'll talk about Wales against the Czech Republic as well. Uh, Chris Gunter winning his 100th cap for Wales against Mexico on Saturday. Uh, talk about an understated achievement. I think he, he's done incredibly well. Uh, but that game tomorrow for Wales against the Czech Republic, very, very important after they lost their opening World Cup qualifier in Belgium last week. And talking of football, we are 
Close now to knowing about the return of junior football in the county and some better news about this as Fraser Watson has been finding out. So as of this morning, junior football sides in Pembrokeshire and indeed beyond that in Wales have had the go-ahead to start training and planning matches again. And, and one person who knows a bit about that is the Pembrokeshire schools coach, Matthew Price. Firstly, Matthew, although there's probably some way to go before we get back to normality in junior football, this has got to be seen as a positive step. It is a positive step. I understand that everybody's got to do what they've got to do to uh, to save lives and keep everybody safe, but it's been a long time since the children have played football or been in school. And hopefully, you know, this is a step in, in the right direction of getting back to some sort of normality. Obviously, these youngsters who are involved in mini and junior football, and indeed in your county side, they're still very young. There's still plenty of time with them to get back what they missed out on, so to speak. But how concerned are you? Because you know as well as I do, it's an important age for development. And these youngsters now, especially ones who perhaps have aspirations or the ability to play at a higher level, they've missed out on a year of development. How concerned are you that that year could prove vital? I am concerned. I'm very concerned. You know, my son being one worked very hard to get to uh, where he was. And then all of a sudden, a year of football is taken away. It's not just my son, it's lots of other children as well. To get back to where he was before all this happened might take some time also. Absolutely. We should mention, of course, Kai involved in, in the Swansea Pre-Academy. So you'd obviously have aspirations to go further in there. And I know he's involved in the Pembrokeshire School setup as well, as well as many other youngsters at that age. What are your plans for that now? Do you hope to get those county games up and running as soon as possible? Yeah, well, with Pembrokeshire schools, the talk has, has really got serious now about a, about a return to training and um, yeah. some games to try and salvage what we can out of the uh, 2021 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully that will mean a return to training and playing some games so that we get something out of this season. And I believe we hope to return to training after Easter holidays. Do you as a coach have to adapt now? Is it a case of whereas before you had players as they were in the county setup, it's fair to assume they had the talent to begin with. But where it's a case of nurturing that talent, now it may be a case of adapting and get a few boys back up to speed, so to speak. Well, it's a case of getting, I think it's going to be a case of getting everybody back up to speed. I mean, they're all very good on their Playstations and their Xboxes now. Let's hope that they're not going to choose those over football. I mean, when they do return, it's it's going to be a different sort of return as well, you know, with everybody hand sanitising. I don't know the situations regards to the parents watching games. It won't be like it was before. No, certainly there's going to be a long period of adaptation to get used to. But Matthew, as we know, it's not just about the juniors. There's, there's boys our age as well itching to get back out there now you of course you, you've loved your football all your life you scored goals all your life when Covid-19 pandemic hit you were still scoring goals at over 40s level and of course in the Pembrokeshire League with Merlin's Bridge as well you must be busting to get back out there I am yeah I am I can't wait to get back out there playing football but I think for me it, we're talking August September mm-hmm. uh, that's when it'll all start up again uh, but for the children they may get it uh, a lot sooner and of course, over 40s level, you, you were on the international stage. You yep. were the, the Welsh squads yourself and, and Nigel Delaney. Yep. Have you had any contact with them? Do they have aspirations to get back to fixtures soon as well? They do. I mean, contact's been very brief, but they do. They do. They're desperate to get back. We have the same problem yeah. as everybody else. We've also missed out on a year of football. Yes, of course. Yeah. And at our age, that means a lot more than <laughs> yeah. the youngsters, of course. Yeah. Well, Matthew, obviously, we hope um, is a 
very turned out to be a very positive development. It obviously is a step forward. And to finish maybe on a positive note, because we've all this past year dwelled on the negative impact of the pandemic, and we've had no choice in some respect, because, yeah. because that's been the reality of the situation. Yeah. Do you think we can see a bounce now, especially amongst juniors, who are just going to be delighted to get back out there and will maybe go into it with a lot more enthusiasm than they did before? I hope so. I hope they've all got the enthusiasm that they had before. I wasn't joking when I said about the Xboxes and the Playstations. No, no. Let's hope that they have the hunger and the desire uh, for football um, that they had previously. And the Pembrokeshire School setup. I know you had some very good results prior to prior to being curtailed, so to speak, by yes, COVID. Obviously, uh, you, you want to get them back out and back at that level and competing with the best counties in Wales again, don't you? We do. We want to get back training, we want to get back playing games, but of course our games, you know, they're not locally. They're against the likes of Cardiff yeah. schools, Newport schools. Are we going to be allowed to travel? I don't know. It's still very much early days on that. We might have to settle for friendlies against local teams. Sure. Well, thank you for that update, Matthew, and hopefully we can catch up with you in a couple of months when maybe we are getting games up and running again and we've got yeah. some positive displays, both at junior and, and senior level maybe but um, yes. best of luck with the Pembrokeshire School side keep doing the good work and we'll speak to you soon thank you very much no problem Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson there talking to Matthew Price and if you would like to feature on the show in the first hour every week between 7 and 8 we feature all sorts of different people from the world of Pembrokeshire sport maybe you'd like to feature on the show sport at purewestradio.com uh, to get in touch with us we would really really like to hear from you actually next week on the Easter Monday Monday show. Uh, we're going to be talking about some Easter Monday sporting traditions and things that have gone on in years gone by in the county over Easter. So you can get involved with that as always. Hashtag Pure West Sport on social media. We've got the news at eight o'clock and then we're live on the Facebook page. Everything from the Six Nations to the return of rugby in the county and more on that great win for Haverford West County and a look towards the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. That's all on the way. After eight. From Slevich to Stackpole. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Six new cases of coronavirus have been reported in Pembrokeshire within the last 24 hours. No new COVID-19 deaths have been recorded in Wales. The second COVID vaccine dose will be prioritised during the expected supply slowdown of the Oxford AstraZeneca jab, Wales' chief pharmacist has announced. COVID vaccine supplies are set to be delayed by up to four weeks in April and Wales expects to have 250,000 fewer Oxford AstraZeneca jab doses. Andrew Evans said Wales's overall position was good with more than 13% of the population fully vaccinated. Mr 